Welcome to this week's episode of Being Human. This week it's a little different. I am doing this all alone, which I'm slightly nervous about, I have to say. Um, a future guest, I know Chris Corrigan was a bit unwell, he cancelled this week, so uh, getting somebody uh, Christmas week is uh, not so easy. So I thought I'd do a review, and of course I wish Chris well, and I do hope he's on the podcast next year. Uh, by the time you hear this, will be after Christmas. I hope you've had a fantastic Christmas for those of you celebrating, for those not, that you've had a good break. And we'll be heading into 2020 by the time you hear this recording. Being Human 2019. I'll pick out a few highlights and some of the themes which emerged over the course of the year. Henry Stewart, author of the Ma uh, Happiness Mano Manifesto early in the year. I interviewed him at his offices in East London. Brilliant guy, took a couple, away, kept a couple of things away from that meeting. One is this extraordinary aspect of how he manages his business, and that's a joy indicator. So now the, the number one metric he uses to manage his business is the level of joy in the company. Incredible. Again, and I think a sign of where we're going in the business world, ultimately. The other thing that I took away, which I thought was really powerful, was when he wants to see an improvement in one part of the business, what he asks is for people to simply make visible the progress they're making in achievement of that goal via some particular metric. So he doesn't talk about a target per se, simply that if we make it visible, the work that we're doing, that the team themselves will self-organize to improve their performance along that particular track, and which, which makes complete sense to me and, and would be the way you would do it if you had complete faith and trust in, in the people who are dealing with it. And simply by paying attention to some particular aspect of, of one's business that requires improvement, the improvement emerges without, without necessarily the need for hard targets. I, I liked that a lot as a principle. One of his mentees, Luke Kite, came on the show later in the year. He's the head of culture at Redico. He's taken on a lot of those ideas from Henry Stewart. One of which I loved is the idea of a boss-free business. There's no, there are no line managers. They've really taken on this research that suggests that the best contributors in a team are usually not the best people to go on and manage that team, which often happens in business. So this idea that just because I'm part of a particular group in the business, the most senior person in that business should be the person who manages me, throw that out of the window. You get to choose who your coach is from anywhere in the, in the organization, and you get to choose the nature of that relationship, how often you're coached by them, and so on. So it's a real pull for development from elsewhere in a business, which... <laughs> Again, makes complete sense if you trust people and if ultimately you want them to develop and allow them to use their intuition to find the best development path for them. Two really in inspiring guests amongst all of the guests uh, of whom I learned something from all of them. Another theme that emerged this year as a as a grounding principle for a lot for a lot of what else we talked about in terms of achieving these extraordinary cultures in the workplace is psychological safety. It was 
Joshua Kurievsky, who developed Modern Agile, who first talked about it for his framework for agility. Such psychological safety is a prerequisite. <laughs> so without that, none of the other principles make sense. We had Amy Edmondson come on the show later in the year and went into detail about how she first discovered this quality of psychological safety in the nursing context and in the manufacturing context and how that research ultimately got taken up by Google and Project Aristotle when they looked at what made the difference in high-performing teams and found that psychological safety was the key. So making it safe for people to express themselves, to have ideas, to fail without ideas is such a an important part of building these high-functioning workplaces, honoring people, respecting people. Really important. A couple of things that happened in the world outside of the podcast which I thought were pertinent. So in August, we had the Business Roundtable in America make a statement to say that investment in employees was number two in their hierarchy or a list of values that they saw as being important for businesses. So customers first, uh, employees second, and shareholders last. So long-term value for shareholders last. So to, to see that, the, the, I suppose, the pinnacle of the corporate establishment in, the, in America starting to tell a different tune, sing a different tune when it comes to the importance of shareholder value, I see as significant. We are seeing a shift in how companies are run. There's more humanity in the workplace, I believe. And we're starting to see that shift uh, at those levels. Of course, it's a long time, a long way from being implemented in reality for a lot of people in the workplace, but it is starting to change, I believe. The second indicator was in the recent UK elections, Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of, of the Labour Party here in their manifesto, they had this idea of increasing participation of employees on the board of companies and also transferring ownership, some level of ownership to employees in companies uh, as a matter of law, as a matter of policy. Now, I am opposed to the idea of doing that coercively through government, but the, the principle of us shifting to workplaces where employees are having a greater say in how the organization is, is run how we're formalizing empowerment in different ways in organizations I am 100% for. Or, and the fact that this is now starting to appear in policies of leading parties in developed economies, I think, is important. And again, another sign of how I think the culture is shifting. Finally, I wanted to touch on a couple of conversations which I think went even a little deeper. One was with... Marcel Schwantes and another with Dev Tandon. And they're both talking about this idea of love. So it's one thing to be experiencing joy and, and happiness in the work. That's great. But perhaps underneath that is this idea of love, love for our colleagues, uh, love for our customers, love for our suppliers and stakeholders and so on. Marcel particularly talked about this idea of agape love. And I pulled out a definition from C.S. Lewis. Um, a selfless love committed to the well-being of others. A selfless love committed to the well-being of others. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's really something to aspire, aspire to. 
to to love people in that way in our in our lives uh, and in the workplace i i certainly fall short on that uh, a lot of the time but to hold it as a principle and as a value to live out in the world i think is is a beautiful idea and the fact that now we're talking about that in a business context feels uh, exhilarating to me overall i would say 2019 has been a great year for the podcast i've really enjoyed doing it i've been privileged to have this wide range of, of guests who come on and give me their time and, and, and share their ideas i'm looking forward to to 2020 we've got a couple of uh, awesome guests already lined up john perkins who wrote uh, the original uh, confessions of an econ- economic hitman he's going to be one of our early guests it will be awesome to see his take he is going to touch on the environment i believe which uh, one of our guests uh, well we've had it it's come up a few times um, especially in reboot the the future with kim pullman so that's another theme we haven't really got into in the podcast but perhaps will become more of a theme this idea of not just caring for fellow employees customers stakeholders suppliers uh, shareholders but but the the broader environment as well and, and what's our responsibility there is again an important question so thank you for listening uh thank you for sharing thank you for the feedback keep the feedback coming i'm always looking for, for feedback tips on guests i've had a number of great tips for guests keep those coming and Please do have a wonderful 2020. Bye-bye. The Being Human podcast was brought to you by First Human. For more on First Human's human-focused coaching and leadership programs, head to firsthuman.com.